Welcome again to the podcast today. You know, I'm so glad you're with us. Now, one more time, this is Proverbs 31, the 31st day of the month. Proverbs 31, oh, it took us a long walk to get here seemingly, but doesn't it just seem like yesterday we began? You know, that's the way time is, just over and over and over. It keeps going and keeps going and keeps going. The sun rises and the sun goes down and summer and winter and spring and fall. All these things happen just continually. I love that about God. God is a consistent God. God is a persistent God as well, but he's also very consistent. He does things over and over and over the very same way. He's a very predictable God uh, in most parts, and then sometimes he's very hard to predict because he also is God, and who can know his way, the Bible says? Who can instruct him? Who can give God any counsel? You know, uh, he, he is He is uh, mysterious in his ways, and yet the Bible says that his we pray to God in the Spirit, we speak mysteries unto God. It's the mysteries of the kingdom of God. And this is a great mystery, the Bible says. The great mystery is Christ in you, the hope of glory. How, how amazing is that? But God, in his predictableness, gives us his word every day. The Bible says that every morning God's mercies are new. They are new every morning, day after day after day. In God's God's predictability and in God's predictiveness, it is always certain that God will forgive us when we come to him, we share our heart with him, we open up our lives to him, we repent, he will always receive us unto himself. That's the wonderful, predictable God that we have. This God that's always merciful, always kind, he always has a word for us, and there's always something you can do to please him in any situation. And many times what we need is just to know what to do. You know, the Bible says that the children of God, they perish all day long for one reason. They are destroyed all day long for one reason. They fail all day long for one reason. What is that reason? It's because they have a lack of knowledge. That means they don't want, don't know what to do. Isn't it horrible to be in a place where you don't know what to do, and that is your failure? That is your, uh, you know, uh, your your predicament of life is that you don't know what to do. Well, thanks be unto God. James chapter 1 says, if any man lacks wisdom, if you're in a situation you don't know what to do, you don't know the next step, you're not sure where God is in, in, in the situation or, or what the wisest thing to do is, what is my best move, what is my next step, what can I do uh, given these circumstances, this situation that I'm in today? Well, James says, if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to every man liberty and does not take it back away, does not upbraid it, does not uproot it, does not uh, you know uh, give it to you and then take it back all of a sudden and leaving you in some lurch or leaving you without knowledge or direction, uh, God will give you wisdom. But the Bible also says that it is a requirement that when we come to God and ask Him for wisdom and direction, when we come to God and ask Him for knowledge as to what to do and how to do it, the Bible says there is one requirement and that that is that we ask in faith. What does that mean? That means that we ask God already having believed that God is a good God, that he hears our prayers, he answers our prayers, he's for us, not against us. We have to ask in faith. What is faith? Faith is trust. We have to come to God trusting him.
when we approach God trusting that he has the answer and trusting that he wants to give us the answer and trusting that he will give us the answer, then as we ask God for wisdom or knowledge or direction, the Bible says he'll give it, he won't take it back, and we can be fulfilled. But if you come to God doubting that he's a good God, doubting that he loves you, doubting that he cares, doubting that he's wise, you know, doubting, doubting that he knows what to do, then the Bible says that man will not receive anything of the Lord well, without regard to who he is, rich or poor, bond or free. You know, uh, it doesn't matter uh, because a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. You can't go around thinking God loves me, he doesn't love me. He'll help me, he won't help me. He's for me, he's against me. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, that man receives nothing from the Lord. God is a consistent God, and God would rather that we be hot or cold and not just wishy-washy and lukewarm, okay? And I know these words apply in many different scenarios, but let me encourage you today to realize God has a word for you, a good word. He'll give you wisdom today. So without any further ado, on this, the last chapter of Proverbs and the last day of our 31-day commitment together, let's look at Proverbs 31 from the King James Version. The words of King Lemuel, the prophecy that his mother taught him. What, my son? And what, the son of my womb? And what, the son of my vows? Give not thy strength unto women, nor thy ways to that which destroyeth kings. It is not for kings, O Lemuel. It is not for kings to drink wine, nor princes strong drink lest they drink and forget the law and pervert the judgment of any of the afflicted. Give strong drink unto him that is ready to perish, and wine unto those that be of a heavy heart. Let him drink and forget his poverty, and remember his misery no more. Open thy mouth for the dumb in the cause of all such as are appointed to destruction. Open thy mouth, judge righteously, and plead the cause of the poor and needy. Who can find a virtuous woman? For her price is far above rubies. The heart of her husband doth safely trust in her, so that he shall have no need of spoil. She will do him good and not evil all the days of her life. She seeketh wool and flax and worketh willingly with her hands. She is like the merchant's ship. She bringeth her food from afar." She riseth also while it is yet night, and giveth meat to her household, and a portion to her maidens. She considereth a field, and buyeth it. With the fruit of her hands she planteth a vineyard. She girdeth her loins with strength, and strengtheneth her arms. She perceiveth that her merchandise is good, her candle goeth not out by night. She layeth her hand to the spindle, and her hands hold the distaff. She stretcheth out her hand to the poor. Yea, she reacheth forth her hands to the needy. She is not afraid of the snow for her household, for all her household are clothed with scarlet. She maketh herself coverings of tapestry. Her clothing is silk and purple. Her husband is known in the gates when he sitteth among the elders of the land. She maketh fine linen, and selleth it, and delivereth girdles unto the merchant. Strength and honor are her clothing, and she shall rejoice in time to come. 
She openeth her mouth with wisdom, and in her tongue is the law of kindness. She looketh well to the ways of her household, and eateth not the bread of idleness. Her children arise up and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praiseth her. Many daughters have done virtuously, but thou excellest them all. Favor is deceitful, and beauty is vain. But a woman that feareth the Lord shall be praised. Give her of the fruit of her hands, and let her own works praise her in the gates. Wow. How amazing, how marvelous is the picture of this virtuous woman. You know, this virtuous woman is a woman who deals kindly, not only with her family, but also with her neighbors and her friends. She's a a, a picture of a businesswoman, not just a a woman who sits around doing nothing all day long and uh, maybe taking care of her household chores or her duties of child raising and such, but she also uh, takes care of the business and uh, provides. Provides extra income for the household. She's supportive. She participates. She is a virtuous woman indeed. And who can find one? Whoever finds one, the Bible says, has really found a great deal. You know, um, this proverb says so many things about this virtuous woman. The Hebrew word for virtuous there is kayil. It's the same word that we find whenever uh, Gideon is called a valiant man. You mighty man of valor. That's what, you know, that, that, that's Kayil. Here she is a, a valiant woman, a mighty woman of honor and valor to be esteemed among other women. And, uh, you know, even the Bible tells us, for we shall remember the Lord our God, for it is God that gives us the power to get wealth. Well, that word wealth does not mean money. It's kayil. It's the same Hebrew word as virtuous woman. That God, remember the Lord our God, for it's God that gives us the ability to get this valor, to to embrace valor, to become a valiant person. You see, becoming a, a, a virtuous person, a virtuous woman, a valiant man, it is within your grasp. It is God that gives us the ability to get this uh, valor, to get this virtue, to become the kind of person that, that other people will recognize as worthy of praise and, and uh, become the kind of person that, that your children will honor you and your spouse will call you blessed and your spouse will have no need to, to wonder or worry, but they safely trust with all of their heart in you. Wow, uh, every, every person has that within their grasp. Look at one of the things here. In verse 26 that we're going to meditate on today, and it will do well for every one of us, not just for those ladies that are listening, but for every one of us, it will do well. In fact, verse 26 reminds me so much of my mother. My mother was a virtuous woman. What a virtuous woman, a woman that far excelled so many others in my life that, that I was exposed to or experienced my mother. And I know everyone imagines their mother, you know, to be a saint. And, and no doubt some of your mothers uh, uh, are or were saints uh, uh, in, in that they were just wonderful people that really were examples of godliness and care and mercy and holiness and, and love. Uh, but this particular scripture, uh, as much as any scripture, 
scripture in the Bible reminds me of my mother. And uh, let me share this with you uh, today, and let's meditate on this, how we can become people who are valiant, people uh, of, of, of valor, of honor, people who are worthy of respect, people who uh, have a virtue that is a demonstrated virtue that, that comes out of the bowels of our lives, not just on the surface because we're doing it for some accolade or, or we're doing it for some gain or we're doing it because we think it might position us better. No, no, no. You know, my mother was not worried about position or power or, or prestige or, or any of these things. She just wanted to please God. And that's where we have to be. Just someone who's doing what we're doing because on the inside of us, we know it's right. We feel it's right. And we feel in the last day, God will be pleased with us if we present ourselves as virtuous children of God. Now, Verse 26 talks about the virtuous woman. Listen to what Solomon said here about this virtuous woman. She openeth her mouth with wisdom. Now, do you know, my mother was a woman who thought before she answered. She never answered quickly. I never one time remember my mother losing her temper and answering harshly or rashly or or uh, with some emotional unkind outburst. Never one time. You know, if if I could choose one thing, one beauty in a woman that I appreciate more than any other attraction, more than anything that is physical, uh, uh, even even at times, uh, you know, uh, uh, without knowing whether they are born again or not. The one value, the one thing that I esteem in a woman more than anything else is what we are reading here in verse 26. I believe it's the, the greatest beauty of a woman's soul, and that is that they open their mouth with wisdom, and in their tongue is the law of kindness. Ah, I remember my mother so kind. I never heard my mother in all of her years ever utter one unkind thing about anyone. Never. When everyone else would be talking about someone, and, and oftentimes people that you would imagine that you, you, you know, people would have um, uh, what you might consider a right to talk about someone or some uh, a person that, that did her or our family wrong, my mother never said one unkind word about anyone. In fact, just the opposite. She would find something good to say about someone if someone else said something bad about them. She would always bring it back around and say something kind. You see, she had the law of kindness on her tongue. And when she wanted to correct me or instruct me or, or give me other directions, she would do it with a kindness. Didn't mean that I didn't frustrate her because I was quite a, an active young man, okay? And it didn't mean that she didn't spank me. She did spank me. She corrected me. But I never was corrected with an absence of kindness. Not one time was I corrected out of anger or resentment or in any way wanting to hurt me, always wanting to help me. I can remember that more than any other thing. You know, uh, I was raised in an alcoholic home. My father was an alcoholic and he drank and he was, you know, he, he spent the family money and, and he wouldn't come home for days. This was not, you know, a periodic. This was uh, uh, continual. You know, we, 
we seldom expected him to come home from work at the end of the week. We we figured, uh, you know, when he left for work on a Friday morning that we might see him on, on a Sunday night or a Monday morning. You know, that's just the way life was. And if we did see him on a, uh, you know, on, on a Sunday, uh, uh, normally, now not every time, but this was the normal pattern. If we did see him uh, uh, early, it, uh, he would be a stumbling uh, uh, drunk. Uh, you know, uh, now let me bring a balance to this. Uh, uh, the the day that that I was uh, fortunate enough to to share with my brother in the preaching of my dad's funeral, it had been twelve years since he had had a drink of any alcohol, and he was an elder in a church that I had birthed and pastored, and he was my friend, and and he was a good teacher and instructor of the Word of God. He was a great great husband. He was a loving father and an example for every person to. Follow, okay. Now, how did he get from that drunken stupor of of how I was raised all of my life and and all of the hardships he delivered to my to my mother? He he got there, I believe, partly because of the saintly behavior, the virtuous behavior of my mother. You see, the Bible says that a virtuous woman, her husband will be spoken well of in the gates of the city. It doesn't say what kind of guy he is. It just says that his claim to fame is that he has a virtuous woman behind him, and. Uh, that's how my mother won uh, him over and also for us children. Do you know I never heard my mother say one bad thing about my dad? She wouldn't let us say anything bad. I mean, even if we saw him drunk at our ball games and even if uh, if, if, if he caused us problems or, or did something that, that, uh, that uh, you know, brought some amount of uh, shame or embarrassment to the family, never one word bad were we allowed or even to show a frustration, not even say the word shoot, not even, you know, go and never slam a door or, or stomp off, never one time without her coming to us and being kind and correcting us and telling us that that was our dad and that God says, honor your mother and your father, respect them and show them, you know, uh, your love and your care for them. And I believe it's those things, as the Bible says, the goodness of God that leads men to repentance. You know, the power of a virtuous woman is, is absolutely uh, uh, immeasurable and unmatched. Let me encourage you, you know, uh, man or woman, <laughs> let me encourage you to work on this particular virtue of life. Let me encourage you to open your mouth with wisdom. Don't open your mouth with foolishness. Don't open your mouth with, with quick uh, 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 words that are, are ill thought out or that, are that uh, you know, are, are somehow, you know, um, um, condemning or critical or, you know, uh, stop that. Stop it. It's not helping anyone. Fussing and complaining is not helping anyone. It's not. It's not. And don't hide behind a, a thought, well, I'm right. No, look, you know, you know, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong in how you're doing it. Let me tell you how you can display the virtue that God wants us to have. And women, you have a, you have a keen ability for this. Oh, let me tell you, uh, you, you have such power with your words and with your, with your attitude, such power. You set the tone. You set the environment of the house, the home, the family, and you grow children to be like you. You know, you know today, uh, uh, my two sisters and my brother and myself, we are all, uh, we are all in, grown out of that same vein without respect to how my father may have influenced us. And, and he did. Uh, you know, I, 
I, I drank, you know, I, I, I didn't, uh, you know, I didn't follow the right path for a number of years because of some influence. You know, it's not just one parent influencing, you know, and, and, and it's not just parents that influence. A lot of people influence the raising of a child, okay? And, you know, uh, I've, I've, I've heard people say, you know, uh, uh, um, uncles say, well, y'all raised that kid in church and you know, they're out here doing just like I'm doing. Yeah, that's because you influenced them as well, uncle. You know, granddaddy, you influenced them as well, you know? I mean, all the influences go to make up the raising of a child, but nothing like a mother. Because of my mother's influence, I can tell you I feel kindness for every person I meet. I, I, I've been, my, my brother, my two sisters, you know, we've never, you know, argued or fussed or fought. I mean, we, we have uh, uh, four different expressions of our Christianity. I mean, uh, you know, um, my, my uh, you know, uh, brother's a, a Southern Baptist preacher. My, my sister and brother-in-law, one, are, are Church of Christ. And, and uh, for a, a good season, uh, uh, my other sister and husband were Baptist, and they were Assembly of God. You know, uh, and, and, you know, we, we have never had one argument or one ill-spoken word about one another or to one another. In fact, we're in agreement. We, 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 we love the Lord and, 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 and have learned uh, the value at growing up as a child of kindness, the law of kindness on your tongue. Let's today, let's meditate on this. How can we make sure that we never open our mouth except we open it in wisdom? And number two, how we make sure the law of kindness is on our tongue, that we don't speak to hurt and be offensive. The Bible says, speak that, that which is good to the use of edifying, that it might minister grace to the hearers and not death. Okay, Open your mouth with wisdom. Open your mouth with kindness. You don't have to be mean just because you're right. You don't have to be mean just because you're the boss. You don't have to be mean just because someone's being mean to you. Let the law of kindness be on your tongue today. We'll meditate on this today, okay? And let's uh, let's pray right now. Let's just ask God to give us grace and to forgive us and to uproot any unkindness and any lack of wisdom that we've demonstrated with our tongue in days gone by. Pray with me, would you, Father? Lord, we ask you, Father, to forgive us, Lord, where we have uh, not opened our mouth with wisdom, Lord. We've opened it with foolishness or with, with a critical uh, uh, comments, Lord, or God, with some uh, sarcastic comments, Lord, or God, where we've opened up our mouth, Lord, too quickly or rashly or harshly, Lord, or hurtful, God, or offensively, Lord, or uh, spoken death to people, Lord. God, forgive us, Lord, where we've cursed people. Oh, God, Lord, help us, God, to be people who would open our mouth with wisdom, God. Lord, that before we open our mouth, Lord, we consider. God, we, uh, your word says a wise man uh, considers. He thinks before he speaks, God. Help us to be slow to speak, Lord, and slow to get angry, Lord, and quick to listen, God. And Lord, also help us to temper our speech with kindness, Lord, always letting the law of kindness be on our tongue. Lord, help us to value that in our lives and the lives of others more than, Lord, uh, 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 other things that people think, Lord, are valuable or attractive, God. Lord, thank you for the kindness that is within each one of our grasp. Thank you, God, that we can be like this, Lord. We can temper our tongues, Lord. We can turn them over to you. Be the Lord of our words, of our mouth, of our tongues, of our spirit, Lord. And let the law of kindness, Lord, always be our expression. We ask in the name of Jesus. Thank you, sir. Amen. Okay, today, 
As we conclude the book of Proverbs, you remember this, and tomorrow you begin back with chapter one. Read through it and and pick out one concept, one verse, pick out one scripture, you know, one truth, and meditate on it all day long. Pray over it. Take it apart, you know, just take it apart and look at it and see what it means, and then make application to your life. And do this consistently. Proverbs one on day one, two on day two, three on day three. Okay, you continue this in your life, and you will become a person with a mouth and wisdom that no man is able to gainsay nor resist. And you'll never be left without knowing what to do. God bless you. Okay, Meditate on this word today and let the law of kindness continually be on your tongue. In Jesus' name, God bless you. Thanks for going through this series with me, okay? Oh, let's do another one. Let's do another one where we get together every day and share the Word of God together. Uh, you know, are, are you ready, okay? Now, uh, uh, there, there are some uh, weekly podcasts. There are some monthly podcasts. There are going to be some more daily podcasts. So get, you know, uh, get in the mind that you're going to feed yourself daily with the Word of God. I love you. God bless you. Thank you. And if there are any subjects that you would like to hear, just go to our website, cotr.com, okay? Go to our website, and you can find about things we're doing, but you can also uh, reach us by email there so that you can make sure that your comments, your considerations, and any thoughts or topics you'd like to hear about, listen, the Bible talks about everything, and I'm happy to share any wisdom God's given me through the years with you. God bless you. I love you. Live in peace. Don't go to pieces. God has a plan for your life.